The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. Except for life can be kind of dull at times, so we try to spice it up with a every once in a while sound that you'll go, what was that? The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, much sooner than you think. In fact, if he was coming back in the next 48 hours, what would you do different? Hmm. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use, but we probably won't if we're just listeners and just hearers and not doers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about life, about the Christian life. Now, on this station and on other Christian stations at your church and in different fellowships, there are fantastic Bible teachers and pastors and people that can assist and to strengthen you in the Lord. On this show, it's more like the brothers and sisters in a family get together and either talk about mom and dad or talk about other relatives. That's a joke. Or just get together for like a family outing. That's kind of like what we do. We enjoy each other's fellowship, enjoy each other's company. But the biggest part of what we do is to encourage one another to draw closer to the Lord because we all know that the return of the Lord Jesus Christ is a lot closer today than it was yesterday, right? So in doing that, we want you to have an opportunity to share a comment, an opinion, a thought, or a question, just like if you were together with your brothers and sisters. And we don't want those thoughts or questions or opinions or comments to die of loneliness, so just reach out and give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you do that, Terrific T will answer the phone, and that is terrific. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to the website where you can get a free book or you can give to the ministry. See, so you get two things going on at the website. You can either 
give or you can receive. You can receive or you can give. All you got to do is go to hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okay, okay. Now, let me give a shout-out to Cordelia and to Joanne. They're always a delight, aren't they? And they were reading. They got the book, and they've been reading it, and they found some errors, and they sent it to me. And let me tell you something. If you read the book and you come across something that's wrong, just tell me because the person that helped us put it together said we'll do all the upgrades and all the revisions for no problem. We'll just help you out, and they're being a real blessing. And so just send it to me and say, hey, I found this. I found this. And I found something where it was supposed to say the word move, and it said movie. It was like, hey, there's an extra I in that. That's not that's not good. So yeah, those kind of things. It's uh, it's something that happens. I remember when my professor wrote his book and I was reading it and found like five things, and I said, I hate to be that guy that does that. Da 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 da. And he laughed. He wrote back, ha 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 ha. Yeah, if only the uh, pro- oh, if only the people who were doing the distribution would be as responsive. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't happen instantly. For us, it's no problem. It takes about 10 seconds to fix. So we love that. All right. A couple things I want to cover with you. Keep in prayer for Easton. He did have a tough night. And I know that Ace is one of the people that have really spearheaded the development of prayer for him. And I just really appreciate his faith and his love and his loyalty. And we're just going to keep believing. And we've got the family going on that. And I'm just praying for my daughter more than anybody else who's going through the process just to remain strong in faith. It's not an issue of whether she'll do the right thing. She'll do whatever's right in all of the situation, but it's draining, and I want the Lord to refresh her and give her a lot of strength as she goes through the process. I think that's pretty understandable, okay? So here's the thing. If you also have a prayer request, we've been doing a lot of prayer requests. We've been doing uh, some praise reports. I'd like to see a few more praise reports only because it's fun, It's fun to hear the things that God is doing, and I enjoy that, and I I think many of you do as well. And we've had some really, really good testimonies, and we love it. It's just a part of our fellowship, a part of what we are. So between now and then, if the Lord puts it on your heart to share, then you have that opportunity to do so, and we want you to take advantage. In the meantime, we are jumping back into the book of Hebrews And then, of course, when we come back in the next segment, we're going to do our trivia question. But let's just go into the book of Hebrews. I think this portion is exceptional. I want you to see what it says. This is Hebrews chapter 2, and we're picking it up right at, oh, about verse 3 or 4-ish. How will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? This salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of by the Lord, and it was confirmed to us by those who heard him. At the same time, God also testified by signs and wonders and various miracles and distributions of gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. A couple things to note, especially theologically. It says this salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of by the Lord. That does not mean that the, the gospel wasn't foretold. It's just in through Jesus Christ, the gospel had its beginning of its actual presentation because Jesus 
is the Lamb of God, the Lamb that was chosen before the foundation of the earth. Some people should read that verse. That's good to know that he is ready. He was there. He was the sacrifice. And when he manifested and he shared and he talked and he communicated and he ministered, that was the beginning of the actual presentation of what the gospel was foretold about in the Old Testament. So that's what it means when it says this salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of by the Lord. And this next portion is incredible because it skips right by a lot of us, and I want to kind of focus on it. It says, this salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of by the Lord, and it was confirmed to us by those who heard him. We'll get into the signs and the wonders and the gifts and the miracles later, but I want you to stop for a second and think about that. I want you to recognize that the people who walked with Jesus and followed Jesus communicated their story to other people around them who communicated their story to people around them who communicated their story to people around them. The idea is that the impact that Jesus had on these people was so significant that they were able to share, and that sharing then produced the birth of the church and different people getting saved all the way down throughout the ages. Here's something you and I should be aware of. You and me, but all of us, were a part of that confirmation of the gospel. Let me explain how. Because when you said yes to Jesus, your life became different. Now, for me, I said yes, and it didn't come become different for like six to eight months, okay? But for some people, it becomes different instantly. For some people, it's years later. For some people, it's a couple of weeks. There's no one set time where it all changes at a moment. It's different for every person. And at some point, though, the Lord grabs hold of your heart, changes you, and you become part of the confirmation of the impact that Jesus Christ had on the lives of people in the past and on the lives of the people present. And you become a witness to that confirmation that the salvation of Jesus Christ works because you know God loves you and before you didn't. And that's the proof for you. In other words, we know it's true. It's in the word. We know it's true. The Holy Spirit gives us verification. But if you went through the whole process and got nothing out of it and you couldn't make any connection, it doesn't have the same oomph. But you know in your heart, in your life, that it has changed because Jesus has touched you and you've had an encounter with Jesus Christ. That is confirmation of the gospel. Your life was changed. You are a billboard, a witness, a representative, a spokesperson for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, we're going to talk about the gifts part of it in a little bit, but what I want you to catch is that you said yes to Jesus, and from that initial yes unto this very second, look at the masterpiece that God has been crafting, and that is something that you can share. You are the confirmation 
of the gospel having an impact in people's lives. Let me say it in the coolest way. I remember we were in a Bible study and we talked about it. You get to confirm the gospel to other people because the gospel came into your life and it worked. And you know it worked. Now, that doesn't mean you didn't mess it up. There's things within it, so to speak. But you know it works because your life is different because Jesus is in your life. That's what we're talking about. Isn't that cool? I love stuff like that. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas, taking a short break. Then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing except more commercials like this one. Let's spare everyone from more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. What is the David Spoon experience? GOP congressman's gay son was going to come on their show, and they were going to talk to him, and CNN and MSNBC canceled the interview because he wouldn't criticize his father. He wouldn't downgrade his father because his father maintained his beliefs. His son becomes gay, makes a decision, by the way, to become gay, And the son will not criticize the father who does not change his Christian convictions, will not change them. Father won't change him. Son will not criticize the father for that. MSNBC and CNN both canceled their interviews because the guy would not crucify his father. That is, of all things, as low as the press can go. Welcome back 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. I'm going to have to update that fill at some point. I'm not sure that many people watch CNN or MSNBC. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a pretty low amount. Probably as many people listening to this show. But that's... Uh... <laughs> It's a whole separate issue. Uh, here's your first trivia question. I'm in a mood today. I'll tell you why I'm in a good mood. I'll just tell you up ahead of time. So I just had a discussion with my professor in, uh, in this really huge, enormous, unbelievably large paper that I have to do. I have been given permission to use some of my previous material. <laughs> That's going to save me like 10 hours. I'm so happy. Okay, true or false? Let's see. Here it is. No, not going to do that one. We're going to do this one. In Jesus' parable about the man who was mugged, the Good Samaritan story, who were the two people who ignored the guy that got beat up and robbed? Who were the two people? What kind of people are the two people that ignored the poor guy that got robbed? What kind of people were they? If you think you know, you can answer by calling in 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. If you don't know the answer, but you want to call in, I'll help you get there. I mean, it's just one of those things. In the meantime, uh, let's just do a brief DNA. Can we do our DNA real quick? Let's do that fast. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. By the way, I went on the scriptures uh, today on purpose just to, to look up the word daily in the Hebrew and in the Greek. And I will let you know that there are 60 instances where it's just the word daily. There's more that says day by day, and there's more that say every day. So there's probably about 90 in total that talk about daily, 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 daily. If God tells you something 90 times, probably should listen. I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Even as you're growing in the Lord and learning to understand, that part's fine. Jesus knows what he had to say, knows what has to be said, and then shares that. And that's a big deal because you have to have confidence and trust and faith that he is who he says he is and knows what he's talking about. And then A, always be ready to, to, serve. to serve. I cut her off on the two. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. okay. I'm amped. I'm, I got to tell you, I just found out I'm going to save 10 hours, 10 minutes before the show started. So, I mean, I'm a little excited, you know. It's like 10 hours, saving 10 hours next Woo! week. I mean, that's a lot. All right. So, again, the question, for those of you who are so minded, in the parable Jesus told about the man who was being mugged, there were two people that walked on the other side of the person being mugged. What kind of people were those? Okay. There you go. Uh, again, if you know the answer, 972-445-0770, or you can text 214-210-8483, or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I'm going to carry on with our Hebrew uh, portion, which I think is really important, and I want you to understand something. I want you to get this, and I'm hoping that those of you who listen to the show remember that Dave is what? Baptocostal. I mean, I don't know how you don't know that there's the Baptist ordination, a Pentecostal ordination, a charismatic ordination. I mean, I know you guys at this point probably know that. And so my real attitude is I'm just a Jewish guy trying to get to heaven through Jesus Christ. <laughs> there you go. So that really helps me not have to take a side per se. So let's just read the scripture and not have to box it in. I feel that's always the best way to do it. So picking it back up where we were, it says this salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of 
uh, by the Lord, and it was confirmed to us by those who heard him. Now, this is the next verse, verse 4. At the same time. Okay, so can we get that? At the same time. Okay. At the same time, God also testified. So just before we get there, Jesus makes declaration tells the people about the gospel, the people that are around Jesus who are impacted by Jesus confirm this, of the impact he's had in their lives. You are one of those confirmers now because you confirm also the impact that Jesus had on your life, see? So you're a part of that process. And then it says, at the same time, God also testified by signs and wonders and various miracles and distribution of gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. First, what most people miss in this whole text is the text talks about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit all together. This is one of about 40 some odd times in the scripture where that takes place, where the Lord, where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all seen working together collectively. Okay? So that's kind of like the first thing to kind of bring up. But the next thing I want to bring up is that God also testifies in the lives of the people that have been touched by the gospel. And what we're going to do is talk about how that happens after we take our call. We're going to take our call first, and then I'll come back and explain that. So hang on. This is David. Who am I talking to? Um, Hey, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Ten hours easier next week. I'm feeling pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so happy. I just got to tell you, it's just like, that's like a whole day. I just gained a day. I'm so happy about that. Okay. Uh, This is a pretty classic question in the parable about the guy who was mugged. There were two people that ignored him, went by on the other side. Do you remember what kind of people they were? Um. I think it was a priest and a Levite. Exactly correct. Wow, that's so good. That is so, so good. So I preached a, not preached, but I taught assembly of young kids one time, and I called it, uh, uh, okay, (laughs) don't get offended or anything, but this is to a bunch of kids. So they're like uh, kindergarten to sixth grade. I taught a whole message on the meanie, the weenie, and the super nice guy. And that was that was the that was the Pharisee, the Levite, and then the Samaritan. And so uh gives you an idea of what's going on. That uh, way you have to, you know, I didn't have to go very far low to get on their level. I just had to kind of be myself. But the idea behind that is that that's that story. Yeah, that you can most people can understand, right? You go, yeah, I'm gonna just talk like this at this level, because it makes sense to me. Uh this story is so so uh, well spoken of, but I have heard it about 50 times. I just want to say every time I hear it, they say, this was a bad road for people to go on, almost every pastor. It's like, if it's such a bad road, then <laughs> why is everybody going on it? I just don't understand. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Like, What's the logic? <laughs> yeah, this is the worst place to go. Well, then what was that guy doing walking down the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent <All right>. job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for enjoying the show and being a part of us. Okay. Okay. How, by the way, how's Susie doing? 
Oh, she's doing much better, thank you, actually. Oh, good. Her attitude has picked up a lot. That is such a blessing to hear. I'm glad you shared that with us. I think it's the Lord helping her, because I'm not getting it, God, I know I have it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know that sometimes you lift it up and go, only you can fix this. You know, that's No doubt, no doubt. Excellent. Great report. Thank you so much for that. Okay, God bless. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, good, good. So we're just rolling today. We're just having fun. All right, let me go into this. Now, uh, some of you are going to go, oh, just relax, okay? Listen to this in, in verse 4. At the same time, God also testified by signs, wonders, and various miracles and distributions of his gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. I want to go back so that you can understand something. Everybody's going to look at this verse and you're going to try, or most people are going to try, especially even if you're charismatic or Pentecostal, to say, look, it's supposed to go with it and so on and so forth. And that means that they're talking about the gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 14. That means that they're talking about the, it's just like, it doesn't even say that. It doesn't mean that. Stop saying what it means when it doesn't mean that. Stop doing that. What it says is that God testifies by signs and wonders and various miracles. In your life, has God done signs, wonders, and various miracles? I don't know. How many miracles have you had the Lord bring into your life as a testimony that gives validity to your Christian journey? Uh, what would you say? Uh, one, ten, a hundred, a thousand. Some of you have had God do incredible, miraculous things, and people will say, well, no, this is talking about prophecy, or this is talking about uh, interpretation of tongues, or this is talking about... You know, it doesn't say that, so don't insert that. What it says is that God testifies by signs, wonders, and various miracles. In your life, as you encountered Jesus Christ, and as you connected to Jesus Christ, did God also testify to you as a person who encountered Jesus by signs, wonders, and various miracles? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I will say this, I'll be careful about this, I don't think I've ever met a Christian ever who hasn't said, What God has done in my life is amazing, could not be done by regular, could not be done in the norm, because the Lord is doing various miracles in our lives. And so, you know, does that mean that the gifts still operate? I don't know. Does God still doing miracles in people's lives? (laughs) Then, Then you can pretty much answer that. Well, how should it be structured in the church? That's not what this text is talking about. What this text is talking about is that the gospel that Jesus entered, that people are confirming it because they've had an encounter with Jesus, are also having that confirmation backed up by God, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, by having various miracles and signs and wonders take place in their their lives and throughout their lives. And for, for the reality check on that, we should all be going, yay, because it's awesome when God does cool stuff. And who doesn't think that? That's how you should think about it. Well, Dave, you didn't take one side on the left or on the right. Uh, I think that's why you're supposed to walk down the middle. (laughs) Turn not to the left or the right. Okay, folks, here we go. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Taking a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind is 
destroying everyone and everything they find. What is the David Spoon experience? The word gospel means good news. Now that's fun that's funny in the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But the fact of the matter is, God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us, and that is, get ready, good. That's a good thing. So if you take a look around, right, just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio, like us, search the internet, get on Facebook, read magazines. The one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest, right? If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset. And it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that, that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news. Because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear, a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Well, why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the king of kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble in the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? Because remember, Jesus did come to set the captives free, right? In Psalm 112, verse 7, King David writes, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts. You, You think it's bad like this? My wife has to put up with this every day. So she has learned to completely tune me out. And then I'll say something. I'll say, did you hear me say that? And she goes, no, I, I, I just heard you talking. <laughs> That's what she says. That's right. I love you, honey. 